and we talk about building the action muscle. I do action to build the confidence. All right. So people wait to build this confidence levels to be able to take massive levels of action. But the reality is the inverse, because taking the action is actually what builds the confidence. So people are over here that are afraid to make cold calls to set listing appointments, you know, because they're like they're not confident yet. And they're because they're not confident, they're not making the cold calls. But you don't become confident until you make the cold calls. So the question is this. How do most agents find the secrets to succeed in today's competitive real estate market, especially when the top agents are keeping those secrets to themselves? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Hi, I'm Aaron Amuchastegui, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Hey, real estate rock stars. This is Aaron Wojcicki. You're in for a treat. It's going to be fun. So my buddy, Brian Lubin reached out to me. So Brian runs the Action Academy podcast and he is like such a go-getter. He has made so many things happen in his life over the past few years. Like he saw like some stuff online and he like went for it. He saw like a group of guys hanging out and he went for it and then got to go be a part of that community. And he starts to like see these goals and he has like built... It's kind of amazing life and what I've got to see. I remember the very first time uh, that I met him, it was, you know, at an event, we were playing volleyball and like, he goes, Oh, Hey Aaron, how's, how's five hour school week going? How's and I'm like, who is this guy? Like out of nowhere, <laughs> Brian knew me, like, you know, knew a lot about me. I didn't know who Brian was, but it's something that I've got to see is one of the, t- was one of the tactics that he uses to, you know, accelerate his life and like become friends with people. Um, and I really, I really, really admire it. My wife and I were joking like a week or two ago. Cause there was somebody, you know, cause I said like, no, so, I, so we got to meet Jesse Eitzler finally at the mm-hmm. Go event and the, and then, and somebody's like, Oh, are you friends with him? I said, no, but I will be a year from now. Right. Because there's <laughs> so many times in my life that I've designed that I, I mm-hmm. read a book, I meet somebody, I see something and somebody's like up on this you know, it's really cool, like impossible to have those conversations. And I go, no, uh, I'm, that person's going to be in my life. We're going to be friends. We're going to be able to do this. That's one of the things I admire about what you're doing. But the other thing I admire is you, when did you start your podcast? Here we go. Um, October. So what made you want to start your podcast? So we were actually, I was actually golfing. Uh, first off, thank you for the nice introduction, man. I'll send you that Venmo request that you asked for, uh, for the, for the yeah. positive words. It just Thanks. went up. Thanks. I, I <laughs> nailed that. So the Venmo's going up because we yeah. get to figure out what we're I'll give you, I'll give you an extra five bucks for that one, man. But, um, yeah, no, actually, um, so this actually applies to everybody that's listening to this right now. Um, when it comes to your practice, whenever it comes to your team with your social media content, I had this limiting belief that I could not post until xyz you know like i can't post until i have a hundred doors like i can't post about being in real estate sales until i've reached this certain level of deal volume or something like that we each have this like own limiting belief about that and i was golfing with mike ayala another one of our buddies and he said wow man that's the most selfish thing i've ever heard i said selfish what are you talking about selfish mike i'm over here having a limiting belief like crisis you're telling me I'm selfish. And he goes, you're letting your ego rob other people of the right to that information that you have access to. He goes, so you are literally like single-handedly robbing people of information just because of how you think it's going to make you feel. He goes, that's very selfish. 
I said, okay, cool. So I um, used the power of capitalism. Shout out Jeff Bezos. Ordered a microphone. Uh, we were in, uh, I think we were in Colorado <laughs> or Utah or something. And by the time I got home the next day, I had a microphone sitting there and my podcast was born. Figured out the name on the treadmill later that day at the gym. So Action Academy was born. Off of some action, man. So we can get into that today, man. Building that action muscle. That's the most important thing that you can do in any part of this. Yeah, Mikey Yaila is brilliant. He's a, he, is a, he is a great dude. He's got his own podcast. He's a GoBundance member. He's a real estate investor. Really, really uh, fascinating guy that just moved to Austin uh, down the street from here too. But the that's it. So you're like, hey, I want to start a podcast, but I don't want to. You're, you're, you're thinking something like, well, I got to get some time. I got to be able to get 10 episodes in. I got to get some really cool all artwork. Or So you had all these things that were like, this is why you weren't going to do it. And he said, that's actually selfish. And I think there's a lot of people. We've seen it a lot lately too on like even just some posts on social media. The social media reels are getting like fancier and fancier and crazier and crazier. And I'm trying to keep up and some of mine are just normal me and some of mine I'm having a VA try to make it fancier and fancier because that's what like people like. But there was a gal um, that I follow uh, on Instagram. You know, we, we follow each other that she made a quick video, like a quick reel yesterday that was like agents will spend like $10,000 building a podcast studio and a video room <laughs> before actually even recording a video when this is more effective. When like, here's 10 seconds with my camera, like at my kitchen table, because it's the information that people want. The other stuff is flashy and it helps get more eyes on you, but that is the ego part. You're totally right. Cause mm -hmm. the information you can capture in a second. My most, uh, my most popular videos that I do, are I'm driving somewhere. Least amount of effort. Tesla's on autopilot. All you judgment, judgmental people, my Tesla's on autopilot. But my phone, I just hit record while I'm driving, and like something comes to mind, and I, pu I push it out there, and it's not fancy. It's just trying to get that information out there, and that's what people really, really like. So I like that. So listeners out there, when you think about that, so you are depriving people. You're acting selfish. But if you have something you want to share, mm -hmm. but you're not confident enough to share it, you're selfish. You're depriving people from that information. I like that. I'll punctuate that point too, man, because I just got done. So like my story in 30,000 foot was I was a corporate guy. I was in corporate sales, um, left that job in March, kind of hit that financial freedom, retire early movement, uh, popped out of there, hopped on a one-way flight, traveled around the world for six months. So I'm over here traveling. I'm living in Greece. I'm living in Amsterdam. I'm living in Barcelona. I'm living all across the world. It's super glamorous. And it's, you know, it's kind of like an Instagram, Instagram influencer's dream, right? You're like, look at me, man. Um, and so I was just like, but what happens when the music stops? Like, what happens when I stop doing this? And then that same thing applies to agents when it's like maybe getting that nice card, you know, having like having some big event to where you're like, oh, what happens when the music stops? And that this isn't part of my life anymore. And so that was a huge identity crisis that I was going through was, you know, do I have to keep traveling around the world, you know, 24 seven or people still care about my content afterwards. But then I looked back at the videos and it wasn't even the flashy videos that were getting the most popular. It was literally just me walking with the freaking phone camera in my face, talking about financial freedom and goal setting and vision casting and all that type of stuff. And I'm like, dude, I could be sitting in a freaking Taco Bell parking lot hitting virality, bro. So that it's just about the action, man. It's about taking the repetitive actions. And like you said, it's the opposite of the Pareto, right? 
So it's like the 20% of the actions are what yield 80% of the results, but everyone flip-flops it, and then they focus on the 80, and then they say that they got a, like a hard, honest day's worth of work when they didn't actually move the needle forward. At all. Yeah. So the, I remember when you were traveling like crazy, right? So you're all over Europe, and you're staying in the coolest places. And at the time, you still, I mean, you had like some investments, but you kind of had like, you kind of had a day job, right? That you were working along the time or like, were you getting paid while you were out there? Um, while I was traveling? Yeah. 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 So what happened was I was working my corporate job um, and I've got real estate on the side. I've got four units myself that I do co-living right now. Um, so that was printing out about $3,200 of cash flow net. And then I have a Turo. Uh, so I was Turoing my car. So then that was an additional 400 to 600. So call it four grand net coming in. And then my podcast, I actually monetized that. And I did what's called a CPA method, which is I used affiliate, like affiliate revenue from my podcast. So GoBundance was an affiliate. I had some coaching services that I was utilizing that were affiliates. And those were printing out anywhere from eight to $12,000 a month on top of what else, what else I was doing. So that's what was able to keep me going as I kind of was growing my own business. So. That's what I was doing while I was yeah. traveling. Hey, real estate rock stars. This is Erdem Buchastegui, and I'm interrupting myself to bring you this commercial break from one of our sponsors. There's somebody I've been looking at for a long time, and when they reached out to me, I said, yes, we have to be able to do this deal. So that sponsor is Follow Up Boss. There's a lot of superstars out there that use Follow Up Boss. What's your favorite CRM? We're using Follow-Up Boss. We use Follow-Up Boss. So we use Follow-Up Boss. I love Follow-Up Boss. I love it. We have action plans now for bringing on new agents. We have action plans for our recruiting. Uh, We call them action plans on Follow-Up Boss, which will trigger tasks for the agents to do as far as calling. Follow-Up Boss, I like more for the integrations with everything, MailChimp, CallAction, all those different products. I will say we used Sync. And we switched from Sync to Follow Boss. Honestly, the greatest CRM I've ever used. I've used Brivity, Sync. I've looked at Boomtown, like Real Geeks, just a bunch of different ones. But me personally, I fell in love with Fub about like seven months ago when I first started using it. I've used Boomtown. I've used Line Desk. I've used Conversion. And I think Follow Boss gives you the most integrations mm-hmm. that are simple. And it gives you the best ability to go and integrate large things into one single solitary platform. Yet at the same time, it's still affordable. I do like Follow Up Boss better just because it you can text from the app and things like that. It's just a little more convenient for me. Um, it tracks everything that I need. I can customize it if I want. If I want to go smart list-based, that's fine. If I want to go task-based, it's fine. I think it's one of the best systems, and it's very user-friendly. It just really helps me never drop a ball because it's so user-friendly. I don't have a one horse in the race with Follow Up Boss. Purely objective. Follow-Up Boss has been the best one that we've found. Now, I've used Follow-Up Boss. We've actually used it in our non-real estate businesses as well because it's so good at being able to set timers, set automatic texting and emailing. So here's what we got. For Real Estate Rockstars listeners, get a 30-day free trial. That's normally 14 days. So in order to get this, you go followupboss.com, just like it sounds, forward slash rockstars. Go there, get your 30-day free trial, and check it out, especially if you aren't using any systems or any CRMs yet. This will be a great one for you to start with. Thanks again. Now back to our show. The um, 
your fourplex that you, how much did you buy that for? So I've got two different um, single family homes technically, but I've got them split. Oh. Yeah. So what I do is I have uh, two uh, single family homes separately and they're split level 1970s construction. So they've got the in-law suite. So it was basically like the luxury house hack when I got them. So I bought yeah. them 3% down, 5% down, owner occupant, traditional financing when I got them. And then the only thing was I just took the house hack method and I put it on steroids. So like right now I'm in the basement of one of my properties right now because I live for free. And that's what's kept me in Atlanta and also allowed me to go travel around the world because I was living for free, right? So I don't have a mortgage. I don't have a car payment. I bought it cash and all my student loans were paid off. So those are normally the big three expenses all taken care of. And so what I do is I have um, my upstairs units or my HGTV units. So those are the super nice ones. I rent those out at traditional market rent for a three, two downstairs is a separate kitchen, uh, in-law suite, separate entrance. I normally have a three, two upstairs and a two, one or a two, two downstairs. And then I will rent out that by the bedroom normally. So right now it's just me down here. So my cash flow just took a little bit of a dip, but while I was gone, I had each bedroom rented out and I still have my other property rented out by the bedroom downstairs. So that yields a lot more cash flow and you just split the utilities between everyone. Yeah. How, how long were you traveling in Europe? Six months, man. <laughs> six six months. months. How much did you spend? Oh God. 50 K probably 50, 60. But I was, okay. I was bougie. I was bougie. I was, I was doing this to right, where it mean, was, huh? But even that, if you're talking about like all your flights, it was for, you know, for you, you and your girlfriend, when you're out there, you're traveling all over the place, you're flying, your hotels, you're eating that sort of stuff. So, you know, I'm sure somebody's going to reach out to you and they're going to say, Hey, Brian, I want to go run my business and live my life in Europe for six months, what advice, you know, will you have? They're going to, I'm going to let them reach out to you later <laughs> offline on that since it'll only affect a few people. But I think the reality is, you know, one of the mindsets that I like living by is like this tomorrow isn't promised mm -hmm. philosophy in this thing. And a lot of people come up with these goals and say, Hey, someday I want to go. We had it you know, several, you know, many years ago. We were like, someday we're going to pull our kids out of school. We're going to get a, we're going to get an RV and we're going to travel around the country and like go see all the states, you know, during, and the, a few years ago we got an RV, we went around, we had like 17 states uh, over a three month period. And that was our first journey out. And so you keep, it was easy to like put stuff off, put stuff off, put stuff off. But then when it finally came time, it's all, it's also just as easy or almost easier to go, okay, now's the time let's put forth a little bit of planning and mm -hmm. just do it uh, because tomorrow's not promised. I can't, I can't, like, I can't wait till my kids are 18. They're not going to want to go on an RV trip around the U S with me. I had to wait. I had to do it when they were young enough that they couldn't tell me no. Exactly. The, uh, or they didn't have as many friends or as many social things that they were working on. Cause as they get older, it gets harder. So I love that you have that as a goal. Cause that's a really big goal, right? Go live in Europe for six months, tour around while also like running my businesses. And it's been pretty cool. Yeah, so, that's been that's been a progression too. So it all it was all just an overarching vision. So like that's a huge thing that I like to talk about is, is like the power of setting that vision because I put that down on paper a year and a half ago when I was sitting in my cubicle in corporate America and I was just like writing all this down. I wrote down exactly what I wanted everything to look like. So there's a book called Vivid Vision by Cam Harold 
And it's like what I live my entire life off of. And it's putting that three year projected vision of what your business is going to look like or what your life's going to look like. And you bring it down to present tense and you write it like you're experiencing it. And I was writing out, I was like, I wake up in the morning and I go out onto my balcony. I can look out over the Greek sea and Mykonos and I can see the sun. And then I went on Google images and I found the hotel that I wanted to stay at and I printed it out and I put it on my office wall. And then I put a picture on my cell phone and it was my lock screen. And every single day I saw it and I had no idea how I was going to do that. And then eventually I just realized I was like, okay, I'm, I'm trying to do this the way that I currently know how to do it. And then I had to stop asking that. And we have another friend, Wally, that has a really cool quote that I now um, adopted where it's like, stop asking Stop doing things the best that you can do them and instead ask how's the best that this can be done in general. And so I was trying to tackle this problem of like, how do I generate $20,000 a month so I can exit my corporate job? I was trying to do it the way that I knew how, but I had to evolve into a new version of me to be able to figure that out and actually answer that. And if you would have told me I would have done that through a podcast, uh, I would have told you you're freaking crazy. So what's cool yeah. about it, and I know that you've experienced this in your life too, Aaron, it's like you write down that vision and then you start sharing it with people and nine times out of 10, like you'll get what you wrote down, but you probably won't get it in the way that you thought you would. So I always find that to be kind of interesting because I couldn't have forecasted yeah. how I did it, but I did it to the T. Yeah. Like what is the best way it could be done? Not yeah, like, how am asking, I going to do that? Instead of asking what's the best way that I can do this, ask what's the best way that this can be done because we all have limits at what we know. Like we only know what we know and we don't know what we don't know. So somebody's doing what we're doing at a higher level and we think that we're doing the best that it can be done, but really we're just doing it the best that we can do it because we don't know yet. So that's yeah. life. I mean, there's so, there's so many listeners out there that are, that are thinking about that, that are in this position right now, a lot like corporate America mm -hmm. I mean, being, I think being a real estate agent is like one of the best jobs in the whole world for so many different reasons, but it's also, but for some people as are early on, it's a grind. They're working really hard. Sure. You know, they're working weekends, they're working around the clock. Some of the people right now are Uber drivers thinking about going and becoming a real estate agent. Some of you guys are teachers thinking about quitting your job and becoming a real estate agent. The, um, the couple UFC fighters I know just got their real estate license. I can't wait until they end up coming on the podcast for us to talk about how UFC and real estate relates. But the, so right, so you were in corporate America. There's a lot of people out there in corporate America. And they've probably never heard about this whole like vision, whiteboard, like I'm big into it. I've got whiteboards and blackboards all around mm -hmm. me, but like what I'm doing this year, next year, 10 years, I've got, you know, vision boards with color, things like that. But back then, what inspired you to like, to take, all of a sudden you're like, you dreamt for a goal mm -hmm. and then you printed it out and you put it everywhere and you put it on your lock screen. Like, where did you get that inspiration to go like, wait a second, I want something bigger this is how I, this is how I do that. Asking that question, man, what's the best way it can be done? Instead of what's the best way I know how to do it. So what I do is I go and it's the same thing that applies to agents and brokerages. Like you go find out who the top performer is and you freaking copy what the heck they do. Like stop trying to reinvent the wheel. All you have to do to be successful in life and business is go find the person, like figure out who the heck you want to be. That's important to get the clarity first is figure out who do I actually want to become and what specific traits do I want to possess? You go find the person that possesses those specific traits and you just simply emulate what they do. And then that's how you assume that next level identity because you're doing the actions that it takes. 
So if you're a brand new agent and you're coming into the game and you're you're trying to figure out what the heck to do and you're listening to all the podcasts, reading all the books, you're listening to Aaron talk to you each and every day and he's not even paying you. You're doing it. For, you're listening to him for free. Right. And you're trying to figure all this out. The best way to do it is just to go to that top agent in the office and just be like, what the heck are you doing? And just pay attention to them and watch that. So for me, I was trying to do everything by myself and I thought I was so smart. And I thought that I had all these answers because I read all these books and I started watching all these guys um, like you, man, like you and all the go abundance guys at that level. And everyone was super into coaching courses, mastermind and vision and all this kind of woo woo stuff. Right. That's what I thought. I was like, oh, this is super woo woo. There's no way that this is actually true. But then I, I took a step back and I removed my own ego. I was like, well, hold on a second. They know something I don't because they're ahead of me. So who am I to sit here and tell them what's woo-woo? So I'm going to just simply shut up and do it. And, you know, obviously there's some merit to it. So that's what I did. And I was just like, I'm going to just do what other people are doing that are in the positions that I want to be in. And then that's what yielded the end result, which is now where I am today. So it's been an insane ride, man. Real Estate Rockstars, this is Aaron Amuchastegui. Thank you for letting me interrupt for a second. I've got something really, really important to talk about. You know how last year we kept talking about that mastermind? What is the mastermind? What are we talking about with that mastermind? Last May, there was like 60 or 70 people of you listeners that had never met, flew out to Austin, Texas. We all hung out at this awesome event center and we spent a couple days with some great guest speakers talking about skills and strategies to succeed in real estate. And then we had these mastermind tables where everyone rotated, everyone got to meet everybody, everyone got to provide value. Some of the agents there had only done one or two deals ever. Some of the agents there had done hundreds of deals and they all got to interact and help each other build their business and build their strategies. And I've heard so many stories of friendships that came from that, of referrals that have come from that. There were six or seven people at that one that heard me talk about doing an Ironman and we all did an Ironman together in in North Carolina last month and we had never even met before the podcast live so the it was it's, it's been such such a cool experience the i would love it for you guys to come today's march 6 through 8 it signups right now go to hybendigital.com forward slash mastermind we also have a room block set up it's three days downtown austin great really cool hotel really cool uh, convention center that we're going to be hosting it and we're gonna get a chance to i can't wait to meet you guys i can't wait for you to meet other listeners i can't wait for you to develop these new interactions and really what we're teaching. Yeah, last year was like, how do you make a business better? But the market was just starting to turn and I was trying to give some people some advice of what to do when it, when it was happening. Now it has turned. And this time we're gonna be talking so much about how to pivot and what to do next. So uh, again, I hope you signed up for the mastermind. Sorry for such the long advertisement, but I can't wait to meet you. Ibendigital.com forward slash mastermind. Yeah, it's like it's worth a try. You know, <laughs> Give if you a got shot. somebody out there that's saying, "Hey, Cliff notes." I remember, just do it. Nike. I mean, I've had a couple times <laughs> in my life where, like, I just I hit these different like rock bottoms. Where sure. I just had these moments where the, and I remember at those times going, I would do anything to fix this right now. And so, if somebody said like, and there's a lot of jokes about, it, they're like. I would do anything. So somebody said, like, jump off this build, like, do that. I would do it. I was, I was so willing to learn. I was so willing, like, I knew my way didn't work anymore. So I was willing to do whatever. And so when people get willing to go, you know what? I don't believe in that, but I'm just going to try it because they're right. Or I'm going to believe it because they're telling me and I'm desperate. 
if you can get into that mindset without the desperation, mm-hmm. like before you actually get desperate, but if you can actually like for people right now, you're doing pretty good. You've got your, you've got the Uber job. You've got the agent job. You're growing, but the, and you're starting to have all these people say, this is how you can get to the next level. And you're like, man, should I or not? Or, you know, if you can believe me, if all falls in your income goes to zero right now and you get laid off or, or you're struggling, or you're going upside down or you things like that. At that point, you're like, man, I'm going to try whatever because I want to get food on the table. And I would just encourage everybody while you're still doing okay to try to come up with some of those like beliefs mm-hmm. in order to get to the next level of like, I'm willing to do, you know, whatever the, you know, we've got our mastermind in March, the, in two months, it's out in Austin. We do a three day deal out here. We'll have 80 people come out. And it was amazing last year, how many people came out and they said they'd never been to a mastermind. They'd never been to a, a conference. They had never like hung out with other people that were agents in the same area. And they couldn't believe that people were willing to like share their secrets and their tactics and like they weren't worried about losing from each other. It was, it was all really building. Abundance. And I think, you know, if you, I think if you have never been to a conference or a mastermind or anything and you're listening to this, you need to go to one this year. Yes. You know, I prefer mine. I'm biased. But if it's not mine, if it's one that you need to find one closer to home for, for cheaper travel or something like that, or you don't want to go to Austin, you'll find a mastermind, find something this year because 2023 is going to be really, really challenging for a lot of people. And there's going to be some people that are going to make absolute fortunes during 2023 when they figure out the hack. And the hack always changes. The hack of like what will make you successful in 2023 will be a little different, you know, than what made real estate agents successful in 2021. It'll be there. But like go to a conference, go to a mastermind, meet some other people. And the, and for all of you that are like, man, that, that stuff is woo woo. The stuff that Aaron puts on his social media and Brian's talking about is woo woo. I don't need that. I just need to, you know, get back to work. There I is, I believe in a yeah, lot of hard I need the work. tactics. <laughs> and tactics, but like, but just like do that thing that Brian said and go, hey, if these guys are a little bit ahead of me, I should think about doing something like that. So let's talk about the action muscle. Yeah. I, when, before we turn on the recording, I realized you were, you were, you're posting five podcasts a week. Yeah. For, uh, through your podcast. And that is how you're getting consistency. You're getting downloads. And I told you that's hard. It's hard mm-hmm. work and it's funny. People are like, how's that hard work? The, as soon as Maddie got sick back in May, that's why I needed, to, that was one of the, one, the first thing that I had to take a break from was the podcasting because it's hard work in the sense we want to deliver something amazing. I want to deliver quality kind of, we don't release all our episodes. Mm-hmm. We don't, not all of our interviews make it as we're out there. Like the, we want to make sure that everybody is getting quality and it's quality interviews and it, then it becomes draining. It's like, we'll do it, and the, we give so much energy and so much effort, and then the recordings are over. And it's like, oh, man, I need a break. That was, like, so simulating on stuff. And so I was saying, man, sometimes we have a hard time. Like, I, there was no way I could do the recordings and help Maddie up in Arkansas. Yeah. And now that I'm back, I'm excited to be back. But I couldn't imagine doing more than two a week right now. And you are pumping it out. And you said you're going to make sure that nobody says they're outworking you. Mm-hmm. Nobody says... You didn't work hard enough. The um, Jesse Eitzler, when he spoke at GoBundance a couple weeks ago, he talked about you, you know, there's half a million podcasts out there that people only recorded one episode. Mm-hmm. They recorded one episode, they published it, and never recorded episode two. And that's bizarre. That's freaking crazy when you're thinking about it. And you're here, you're pumping out five a week, and you're going. And that, to me, is part of that like action muscle Absolutely. The, that you were talking about earlier, that you built that action muscle, and that's one of your examples. 
what what's your action muscle what's that journey what's the hack what do what should people be thinking about so there is no hack you just got to do the work right so you're 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 very familiar with that and the way that i view podcasting is i view it as in the case of with you with this show right so each episode that you produce is the opportunity to change somebody's life at scale right so we, every single game that we play is a game that either a compounds or b scales it see if you can get all of the above right that's a freaking grand slam home run so for me i'm like how selfish would it be of me to not post five five episodes a week because each one of those episodes has a chance to reach a new person, change a new life, maybe give a new business idea or a new perspective to somebody that didn't have that before. And so that that's how I view it. So I view myself as like this steward. So there's this quote that I heard um, from another one of our buddies, DJ, and he's talking about like this cup, right? So you talk about this cup where I used to be of the opinion where it's like my cup is full or my cup is empty. And if I pour into others, then I have to make sure that my cup gets refilled before I can pour more into others. And like, you're familiar with that too, because you've been pouring a lot into your family. So I'm sure like your cup's running a little empty at times right now too, because I'm your good buddy. And I can see that sometimes too, but it's just like, I got a perspective shift that instead of thinking about your cup getting full and then pouring out and then full and pouring out, you just cut the bottom off the, off the cup. And then so everything that pours to you pours through you into others. And so that's my kind of MO now, where it's like anything that I receive, any abundance, any bit of information, any tip, I let it pour right through me and into other people instead of trying to hoard that piece of information. So that's, that's why I do it. Now, when we talk about building the action muscle, I do action to build the confidence. All right. So people wait to build this confidence levels to be able to take massive levels of action. But the reality is the inverse. Because taking the action is actually what builds the confidence. So people are over here that are afraid to make cold calls to set listing appointments, you know, because they're like, they're not confident yet. And they're, because they're not confident, they're not making the cold calls. But you don't become confident until you make the cold calls. So it's the same thing with the podcast. It's the same thing with everything. So what I do is I simply do the amount of action that it takes for my success to be undeniable. So that way you can't get triggered by anything. So if somebody comes to you and says like, you're, you're not worth the crap or you're not this, you're not that. It's the same thing as somebody telling you, you that you have, yeah, somebody is the same thing as somebody telling you, you have purple hair. You'd be like, I obviously don't have purple hair. That's a fact of life. So why would I get offended or triggered by what you're saying? Because normally whenever you get triggered by something, it's because there's a semblance of truth to it. Right? So for me, I'm like, I'm just going to do everything that I possibly can to make my success undeniable. And that pursuit just happens to be podcasting for me. For people listening, podcasting is probably not your thing. You want to be the best at whatever you're doing. So, like, that's what I would offer you. And then also, Aaron, you mentioned something about the uh, the mastermind events and going in, like, kind of that abundance mindset with people that are pouring into you. And then people are going to these events, they're going to the Real Estate Rockstars meetup, and they're saying, holy crap, <laughs> like, people want to help me. And they're not used to that because their friends are like crabbing in a bucket and they're pulling them down. Here's a tip that I'll give to all of the listeners today that will help you and that will make you the most popular and poured into person at any mastermind event that you go to, any local real estate meetup, any listing appointment, anything that you do. And the tip is this. Instead of trying to be the most interesting person in the room, be the most interested person in the room. That's the same thing that I did with Aaron here. And that's why we're good buddies here years later. And I'm talking on his podcast and he's been on my podcast and I'm about to go move to Austin to go hang out with him more because I was interested. 
like I didn't go up to Aaron when I first met him and I wasn't like, Oh, my name's Brian. Here's what makes me so cool. Here's like my real estate. Here's my passive income. Nobody cares. That's the secret. So what I did was I just freaking asked them about him and I had information about him because I was curious and I was interested. Being interested as opposed to interesting is what builds you the lifelong relationships. And it's a freaking cheat code and it's a hack to life that if more people would understand that earlier and sooner on, you would find way more success and enjoyment in your relationships in life. I'll get off my soapbox. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's good. Like the, I, I was, as I was trying to, to take some more notes on there, like being more interested in others as you go to those events, that's a, that's a great way to, to spin it. That's right? all I do. Like the, as you get, as you get there, yeah, being able to, to spin it into that's, and what, and what'd you talk, what were you talking about right before that? Dude, I don't know. I blacked out, Aaron. Blacked out, man. <laughs> you just, no, you just I, no, I was talking about, was a, I was talking about confidence and just like how you create confidence, which is massive levels that's of action. That's what it was. Massive that was the part I wanted to reiterate. Yields, yeah. It yields the confidence. And so people talk Dude, about like identity and how do you move to that next identity and go abundance. We talk about moving from that seven figure level to the eight figure level and kind of killing one version of you to create the new version. And this is January right now that we're recording this. So, you that are listening to this, if this is maybe a month removed, like you're in the process of creating a new version of you because it's early in the year. So in order to do that in the most efficient way, you go back to wrap everything that Aaron and I are talking about in a bow. You go find that person. You set that vision of who you want to become. You find that person. You're around them. You're interested in them instead of trying to be interesting. And then you're doing what they say. And because you're doing what they say, then that builds the confidence to be able to be in that circle and now you're operating at a high level by default because that's just what you know to be true and normal now because that's what you're around. Yeah. It's that easy. You know, that <laughs> we, yeah, we, it is that easy. We've only got a few minutes left, but that's, that's the thing that I wanted to reiterate. Like the action equals confidence is th that's huge in real estate. It's huge in real estate. It's huge in real estate investing. It's huge in agents. And the, and what I mean by that is, just like what Brian said, nobody likes cold calling. Nobody mm -hmm. likes cold calling because every because out of every thirty calls, you're going to have a couple people that tell you to f off and they hang up on you. And the but if you don't do it, you're missing out on a chance to like change someone's life of getting them into a new house. And that one person that you help becomes ten customers later, and then those ten customers become a hundred. So like the but it never but it doesn't really get easy. So people are like, oh man, they're so good at marketing. Oh, they're so good at talking on the phone. No one is born good at talking on the phone. No one no. is born good at cold calling. No one is born good at door knocking. So by taking that action, it's knowing that no matter what you try right now, and I tell you guys what, going into 2023, the people are focusing on different things, but what about doing Brian's action where he says, nobody's going to outwork me. I'm just going to do it all. What if you find a lot of those ways until you find your niche? All right, I'm going to start cold calling. I hate cold calling. I'm going to figure out where to get the leads and I'm going to just make 20 calls a day and I'm going to do it and I'm going to get through it and I'm going to see what happens over the next few weeks as I do that. Nobody likes door knocking, knocking on the house, you know, and the, and going through the script of, Hey, you know, I'm an, I'm an agent over here. I'm going to do an open house in this, over in this neighborhood. And I just want to know if you guys, you know, might be joining us. I've got cookies, whatever it is, whatever you're doing. We, you know, all of our other podcasts, we talk about scripts and tactics or leads or how to answer the phone or how to go make that happen or how to reach back out to, you know, to for sale by owner listings. We've, I mean, we've got plenty of podcasts with scripts, 
But what about taking the action to go, yes, before I'd say choose a script or choose the process that you're the most comfortable with. Run with it. But what about choose all of the processes and try them all? Because once you get in the action, if you say, hey, I'm not going to let anybody outwork me right now. I'm not going to be one of those agents that's out of business in April or May. I'm not going to let anybody outwork me. I'm going to do all the things. And then you're going to find out a month later you're good at it. When I started buying houses on the courthouse steps, going and like driving foreclosure properties, man, it was scary. Yeah. We'd get up, I'd get up there and I'd be like, man, is it occupied or vacant? And finding the secret meant the difference between feeding my family or not. If I've discovered that one was vacant when it looked occupied, that meant I was going to get that house and I was going to feed my family or not. Or, you know, when I would knock on the door ahead of time, it was like this terrifying thing because you like didn't want anyone to answer because every time you answer and say, hey, your house is scheduled to go to foreclosure tomorrow, that's not fun, right? They're like, get off my property. But then one out of 10 says, wait, what? What does that mean? I'm a renter or I'm a landlord. But if we could actually, if I could actually get a conversation with somebody ahead of time that said, hey, your house is going to auction tomorrow. Um, but you know, if, if you promise me that I could like pay you a certain amount of money to move out in a week, I can spend more money to buy it. I can make sure I get it and I can treat you respectfully instead of the next person. Yeah. Or, Oh, you're a renter. Oh, if you actually tour, let me tour the house and tell me how much you pay in rent, I can actually bid more for it at auction and I can buy it and I can stay your landlord and then nothing changes in your life. It's an opportunity to change someone's life, but man, that wasn't easy. It took so much time and so many reps and so much action to where it became second nature. And then like yesterday, I decided, hey, I'm going to go to auction today. You know, it was on auction day. I hadn't done any prep, but I saw some houses and I went and stopped by. I drove some auctions in the morning and, um, you know, talked to some owners, walked into a vacant one, got to walk around like it was nothing. And I remember the first time I ever walked into like a vacant house that was scheduled was so intense and so yeah. crazy and so scary. And I remember waiting for people to jump out of closets. I've had people jump out of closets. Um, and the, and then showing up to auction and like bidding and like stuff that used to make me super nervous and take so much prep. It's all about reps and action. And so much of my action in my life that I learned was because of going broke, of hitting rock bottom, of starting over, of needing to feed my family. But I'd encourage anybody listening, if that's your story, like that's your story. And so now it's time to get in action. But I'd also hope that we could do this before that's your story. Just like and 90% 72. of the markets in the U.S. Yeah. So like most of the markets of freedom, the US, <laughs> real estate's going to be harder this next year. So why don't you start taking action now before you're struggling, making your mortgage payment, go, I'm going to do it all. The Brian, any last thoughts? This was great. We had a, you know, was a lot of fun stuff we got to share in a really short amount of time. The I'm, I'm going to see you in a week when you're out here, but what, what's in any last thoughts that, of something that you think our real estate agents need to hear today and how can they find you to, to learn some more? Sure. I'll give two really quick points to punctuate exactly what you just said, and then we'll ride off into the sunset. So first, there's a Tony Robbins term called 72 degrees of freedom, and that's your comfort zone. 72 degrees is very comfortable, and most people will not make a change there. And that's where a lot of you are sitting right now. And it's comfortable, it's normal, it's, it's cozy, and you don't have any reason to change. You have to force that change into your life, or that change is going to get forced onto you. That's exactly what Aaron's talking about. And to punctuate what he's saying about making this all a game when it comes to the activity and the action as opposed to the end result, stop thinking about the game as an end result and start thinking about the action as the end result. So if you're trying to lose weight, stop making the weight loss the goal and make the gym days the goal. Make the cold calls the goal. So you're not winning by closing X amount of sales. What you're doing is you're winning by making 30 cold calls a day. 
by make, having by setting five listing appointments a day. Like you can put your head on the pillow at night and you can say, I freaking won today because I know I did the exact actions that the top performers do. And by doing these exact actions, my success is going to be undeniable. There's no more emotion attached to that. So that's what I'll leave you guys with. Um, you can find me pretty easily. Brian Lubin, Action Academy podcast. I got guys like Aaron coming on uh, 24-7. I do seven to nine figure entrepreneurs that come on, teach entrepreneurship and help you earn financial freedom. So a lot of real estate on there, uh, a lot of entrepreneurship, business. If that's your jam, I'm your guy. So that's what we do. Brian, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks, buddy. See you soon. Yeah. And real estate rock stars, thanks for listening. I also think there's a decent chance that this episode's getting pushed out on the Action Academy podcast. So it might be my only opportunity to close that out. So real estate rock stars, thanks for listening. Action Academy podcast listeners, thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. All right, real estate rock stars, this is Aaron Muchastegui jumping in again to thank you for listening to the show. Hopefully, you guys loved listening to that one, and I want to make sure that you know about all of the extra resources that we have, and also, we need your help. They say podcasts are free. You get to listen to podcasts for free, but what is the cost of that podcast? I would say if I could beg you to pay anything for that podcast, I would say the cost of the podcast is going and giving a review. So whether you download it on Google or Apple or YouTube or anywhere else, please go give us a review. Say what you liked, what you didn't like. It helps us get better guests. The more reviews, the higher we get in the rate rankings. Right now, we are the biggest podcast out there for real estate agents, and we want to keep that spot because we know there's lots of podcasts out there. So go give us a review. Also, be sure to go to hybendigital.com. If you liked any of the resources that those real estate agents talked about, we've got a huge video vault of those resources for free. Every penny that comes on the podcast that we interview, they give us something that helps them get their deals or helps them work with their clients, and we put that in the toolbox in our vault for you. So go to hybendigital.com, and you can get it. If you're looking for real estate education, go to rebusuniversity.com. We have all sorts of courses in there to help agents succeed in real estate how to get the listing how to negotiate deals you know how to become an investor all sorts of different stuff rebusuniversity.com and if you want to chat with me go find me on instagram if you come find me on instagram you can send me messages tell me what you want to hear tell me what you liked what you didn't like we try to put a bunch of content out there too you can find me in two different places it's at rerockstars.com for our real estate rockstars page or at aaronamuchastegui.com for my personal Instagram page where I can chat with you about all sorts of different things. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again soon. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.